forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky and It's Kat. And Patrick Owen Regan of New York City. Brooklyn, New York City. One of the hottest places in New York where Patrick Owen Regan lives. Welcome to Seek Treatment. Treatment. A podcast about boys, sex, fucking, fucking dating, dating, and love. love. We okay, had a conference you, call this morning. You love that. We had, a, we had a creative kickoff conference call. A creative kickoff conference call with... It's like with conference calls, it's like, um, what are they for? What are they for? It's like, oh, no one's ever accomplished something on a phone. People always, no one's ever, ever, except for Good news. that guy who I mentioned the phone. What was his name again? Alexander, Alexander Graham, Graham Bell. And bitch. bitch. Oh my God. He was huge for seat treatment. As a, um, Alexander Grumble. Um, wait, okay. Wait, I'm, where are you going? I'm switching my seat because I was sitting backwards in my seat. Uh, should I, should I let my hip pain ruin my entire day or just move on? Move on. Okay. I have therapy later with Daniel. Oh my god! You said the funniest joke I've ever. I, I, I keep laughing I know, I know. about it. Thank you. I probably shouldn't say it on the podcast. I'll save it for your set. But yeah, yeah. it's very funny. And guys, I was happy. With guys, it. go really. You should go check out Pat live. Like he's doing some really cool work you, out there. You guys run, don't walk. Can um, I say something so so absolutely humiliating? Yes. I was asked to play the show tonight. I send my karaoke track. Already humiliating. They say, "Hey, you're gonna have to bring your own thing to play it off of." I have to bring my fucking laptop to the venue. Crazy that you're a la, a la that fucking show in we LA. Say what it is? Yeah, where the was Virgil. that? At the where Virgil, a place I really like. But that show. sound guy gave me shit. Catherine got in a huge fight with the sound guy at my show. I, okay, in huge fight. There was like general tension. No, there's general tension times ten, and general there was general tension on. Well, what kind of venue doesn't have a phone or a laptop to play music off? But of? then he tried to get me on his side against you. Remember? I know. It's After like, you left <laughs> to get your laptop, he was like, "Hey, Pat, just so you know." <laughs> She shouldn't have done that. It's <laughs> like, okay. What if that's what ended the podcast? You're like, you're right. I won't work with her anymore. And then I started a podcast with the, sound, with, the sound guy, with the sound guy from the vigil. <laughs> oh, and you had a very funny joke on Wednesday night. I think you. you Someone um, used to sleep with, I think, was canceled in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what's it? Um, but isn't that crazy? Yeah, he was so rude to me, that sound guy. Wait, can I share? But I love that venue, so I'll lift them up. Speaking of rudeness. Yes, honey. Can I share with you um, something a botanist DM'd me? Absolutely. So we know I've been open with my mental health journey on the podcast and whoever this person is I know they listen and like I celebrate you as a person as an artist as a botanist but um I get a DM and someone was like you shouldn't be on Mobutrin. so in my head I'm like I think this is a literal doctor and I'm oh, like oh my god thanks it's like, so inappropriate so I say why and like oh I don't know you were just talking really fast in the podcast <gasps> so it's like if, and then I oh looked my at, god then, that like, person needs treatment uh, so they need they do need treatment but um I so then I looked at their Instagram bio and um it was like you know, Registered when someone, Pat's doctor. <laughs> you know when someone has like a list of many like things in their bio, like writer, artist, Carolyn yeah. Calloway. Yeah. And um Mentally but no, unstable. And so one of one of this uh person's things was botanist. And so I just want to say publicly, like if you're a botanist who's never met me, I don't know that I need your <laughs> medical advice. Like <laughs> um, I but I wish I, I do wish her the best, actually. It was a woman. It was a woman. 
So she will mansplained Interesting. to me. That I, but if she's a woman, then I want to like, support her. But the deal was, <laughs> the deal is that no, um, we were just really excited because it was our first episode back. And I was oh. talking fast for that reason. You know what's so scary to realize that now for the first time in years, eons. Yeah. Oh, we're up to date, and so this is going to be coming out. It's like it's, we're living soon. in real time. So now like we have that? no secrets. Because I'm going to talk about topical things, and you know my topical thing I have to discuss. Not the election. I love it. Chapter two. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> Our new influencer speakers. I love this. This is what I love. This is good. Um, that is the new influencer. Okay, speak. I heard it was really bad, but so every review I read said it was bad. But before I saw, actually it was a it was literally a bait and switch because yeah. before I saw it every review was like it's bad it's dumb it's bad and dumb and then I, but I was gonna see it no matter what because I I love that movie I love that. that story I love that story <laughs> um, and I did think and then I was like okay I'm fucking loving this I found out during the movie that. Um, my dear friend Bo and Yang was on Saturday Night Live, and I was like, okay, like <laughs> good vibes, good, good vibes in the movie. But um, but and I loved it. But then I t- tweeted something about loving it, even after I got bad reviews, and I had to delete the tweet because then afterwards I googled and it was like all good reviews. Eh? Yeah. Oh, maybe just Not our a, snotty little friends. I know like our fucking snotty little friends. Our snotty little slimy little my, twerpy friends. All my gaggle of gays went and got drunk and saw hustlers last night. That sounds really fun. I would have liked to go, but last, you know what? Ever since Edinburgh, I've changed, and I no longer fear being at home alone at night in my apartment. In fact, I relish it. Totally, it's absolute bliss. But you remember, there was months when I couldn't do that. Yeah. Are I'm you proud. proud? Yeah. The thing is, also Wednesday night, I ended up getting drunk, and for some reason, now if I get drunk, it's like. I need two days to recover. Because you're 28. Because I'm 28. I turned 28 while we were apart. Yeah. Can you tell? Yeah. Wait, I'm planning a trip to Hershey Park for my milestone birthday, 31. I mean, you've been saying, it's like, I don't I know what to believe anymore. You've been saying this for so long. It's like, I know. I just, it's, it's white noise at this point. Will I? I wonder. Will I feel like I? I'll be shocked if you get that together. I know. Well, Because guess what? The dates are already filled up. No, October 18th. Yesterday, Pat came over and made me go through my calendar and tell him where he needed to be and when. I said, if you know anywhere I need to be in the next two months, tell me. <laughs> and I, I, what I actually said was like, okay. And then we did it. And we it was did. actually kind of fun. Yeah. I but like- my big thing with that was that I didn't know times. I think I just put things in the day. And the day of, I look up what times. Yeah. For me, I needed to put it in for time. Because my main thing with scheduling is that um, I never put things in my calendar. And then when I start to get asked... Like, if I ever don't respond to a show request, it's because I literally haven't put something in my calendar in six weeks and I have no idea if I have a commitment that day. But the show is sometimes you could do two in a night. So then it's like, I need to know the times. I understand. I'm trying to be better about saying no to things so I have more time to write. I just, I was amazing about saying no to things all summer and now I'm trying to be better about saying yes to things. So I'm proud of us because as someone who's now written two, three, three days in a row. Yeah. Wait, no, two days in a row. I do identify as being a writer now. Yeah, two days in a row. We um I've been writing but for very short amounts of time. And but that's but honestly the thing is that's so crazy I was thinking about is that Wednesday I blocked off like seven hours and I probably wrote for realistically forty five minutes. Last night we did two thirty minute things and we yeah, actually got more done. Totally. I think that like it's funny because I've had no day job this summer and I've had more time. How is your life? It's really nice, but I um like it'll be something. Do you ever more- miss it? Absolutely not. But <laughs> do you miss it? But I, it's huh? like I used to feel like I didn't have huh? enough. To- <laughs> How was Hustlers and what is that? I don't know. But they were I've been gone, all drunk. The and they did poppers during the movie. It's you know like- what sucks? Being drunk watch while watching a movie is hell. It is yeah. not fun. Oh wait, I want to share something. I know. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get drunk when I'm talking and dancing. Being drunk in a movie, it's like I pass right the fuck out. I'll never forget when I bought tickets to see the Great Gatsby movie because I was coming down from Oxy and I needed somewhere to sleep in Manhattan. I'll never forget that either. I'll never forget that. And then I um, went to an improv show after my eyes were so like really swollen and red and everyone's like, have you been crying? And I, 
It's like, yeah. The green light. The, what's the green light? In Gatsby. Oh, yeah. It's a memory of the lost love. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, my, yeah. my story surrounding the great Gatsby. When I was, it came out when I was in college and I was um, dating the this. Book, the book came out. Catherine's 80 years old. The <laughs> book came out when she was in college. <laughs> I was dating this um, Orthodox Jew who like wasn't allowed to be seen with me because like, it was against his religion. Oh, that's hot. And so we were like hot. in line to see the Gatsby and then he ran to a friend and then he literally just like ran away from me and I was like in line alone being like, where'd he go? I, and then he came back and was like, sorry about that. And I was like, Ugh. wait, can I tell you about. Um, I want to celebrate him and lift him up. Totally. It's like I. The thing is, my life is my work. I'm not. I'm not going to not talk about my life. Truly, maybe I should talk about my new sexual fantasy. Oh my! Well, yeah. first of all, my only fetish I have in the world is that I like s'mores, pop tarts. <laughs> and <laughs> mine is that mine is that I like that, but also I'm not afraid to go blue and purple icing berry blasters. I don't like any time when it's fruity in my pop tart, unless it it's was. Not fr- say it with me, the Batman Forever kind with Alicia Silverstone. That I was Stone, too young to remember. That too young to remember. Can I say though? Um, I don't. I don't think of berry as like fruity. I think of it more, almost as like a like a chocolate. No, it's, it's like not deeper. It's, it's richer. It's more intense than like mango bullshit. Yeah, I need it. I but I need a heavy. I, need <laughs> I don't a, need a cantaloupe ass treat. I need a treat to incorporate chocolate in a huge and innovative way. <laughs> I need it to have zero fucking calories. <laughs> I wish you could have your cake and eat it too with no calories. <laughs> uh, okay. And people don't like us. <laughs> and people aren't addicted to me. Um, but wait, my you know pain, what? My pain, my pain, my pain. I um. Um, wait, so this is my new thing. I told you about this yesterday. I wish I could ice this while we talk. Is there a freezer? Is there like ice? There's not a freezer. This town. I know. Well, you know what I was doing for a long time is I was I bought a foam cooler and I was filling <gasps> it up with water and ice and soaking my foot in it for like an hour a day. Wow. And then I literally my toes turned blue once because it was too cold. And did it help really quickly? Um, Kind of, but I still can't run. Really? Yeah, I've not run in a month almost. I'm sorry, that really sucks. Yeah, that's why I'm struggling. But um, wait, my new sexual fantasy, because yeah. I think like because I've been having more sex than I ever had in my life. My Because you know when you first start like doing anything, it's like so exciting just to have someone even touch your dick. You know that feeling? My, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, used to th- I, I used to think in high school, I used to fantasize that, like the second a tongue touches my clit, it's going to be so electric that I'm not going to know what to do with myself. But it literally is. But then it, but then it wasn't, oh, for me, like guys touch it too hard. Even getting, now they, they take some while. For me, even getting head from a girl was like I literally came in one second. Yeah, that makes sense. Even getting head from someone like a girl. I love giving head and I'm so good at it. I love getting giving head, but I'm bad at it, but I still like it. <laughs> but we've been really in like, Lately, to me, get to um like, to, me get. to me getting skull fucked. I got that's been our new trend. Wait, what? Like me, like him fucking my skull. You, yeah, cool. That's been our new trend. I've been into choking and spitting on dickies. Oh, but anyways, then I <laughs> <laughs> I know I like, and as we all know, I got fingered so hard at the Ace Hotel in London that I did um bruise my cervix. I think. Oh really? I was just like cr- I don't know if that's what it's called, but I was just like cramping for a few days. I didn't know Ace Hotel was chain. Ace Hotel is, I'm obsessed with Ace Hotel in whatever city I'm in. It's the Popeyes of they just like you know, They just like, you know, here's the thing, they treat you right because it's like, yes, they're cool, but they're not trying to be fancy and like yeah. they're not trying to be, I don't know, like, so what if they're trying to be bougie and hip? Like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I like matcha. Do you know what I learned that I liked? For once. Do you know what I learned that what it was? What did you learn I, that you liked? I learned what it was and that I liked it. Mm-hmm. Art, art Deco. <laughs> style of decor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I like that when someone was talking about their brother getting their um, her, his girlfriend an Art Deco engagement ring. I was like, I like that style. I like the style of decor. I can't imagine it as an g- engagement ring. I it's like it's emeralds. I experienced it as a hotel. <laughs> I can't imagine it as an emerald. 
What is everyone? Everyone, um, send off in the comments about what your experience surrounding Art Deco has been. I used to think far. Art Deco was kind of like um, clay what? buildings. That's and what stuff. I thought it was. That's why I don't like it. I, I don't thought like it was clay. like Arizona. Yeah. I don't like clay. I don't like, I don't like Arizona. And I, I don't like cactus. dust. I thought it was like cactus. Um, no, 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 no. It's like it's like or, it's like more ornate. It's, it's like mid century it? modern. It's no, like, I don't think it is. That. That's I the whole think other it, thing. The hotel I experienced was, and people were saying it was Art Deco. I was at the graduate, which I spoke about last episode. And what about the hotel was Art Deco for you? For me, it was described as Art Deco before I ever got there. Interesting. And so people were like, a lot of hype. So a lot of it, hype. It had previously been like classically decorated, like kind of old money style. Mm-hmm. I think I'd never been there, but that was the vibe I was getting from it. Cool. And it was the Biltmore, and then they got bought out, and they redid it as Art Deco, which is kind of like fifties Gatsby style. When hotels are bought, I'm like, okay. I know, and then they make a new hotel. And then someone, and someone tells you that it's like I don't care. Do you know what I'll never forget? What? When I was staying in um, Maryland at a hotel for my second cousin's bar mitzvah. Yes, my second cousin's Sir Josh. And in our hotel, we Finally. found out. In our hotel, we found out. Guess who was staying there? 98 degrees. That's psycho. And me and my girl cousins ran all around the hotel trying to find 98 Aww. degrees. What do you think was going to happen? We don't know. I love that. We don't know what we thought. You know, I'll never forget having an absolute mental breakdown at the Four Seasons in Tuscany. Wow. Four Seasons Florence. Excuse me. I misspoke. The Florence <laughs> is within Tuscany, but it was in the city proper of Florence. Wow. And I, I spent like 100 euros to use their pool for the day. And as after 20 minutes of laying out, Biggest thunderstorm that Italy's ever seen in the history of Italy. Wow. I know. I know. Italy, you know what? There's nothing for me there. I've already said that on the pod. There's nothing for me If there. you asked me to talk about Europe and where everything is in relation mm-hmm. to each other, I would stare at you like a deer in the fucking, fucking headlights. headlights. That was dumb. Yeah. I would stare at you like a deer in the headlight. That was dumb. Yeah, not even a normal deer in headlights. That's just <laughs> like doing its job. Specifically a dumb this one. Is a, a stupid, stupid deer. <laughs> um... <laughs> Literally. Okay, so Art Deco is important to you now. Oh, so anyways, I liked Art Deco. Yeah, can, but I want to see a picture. I want to like, see a picture of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was to like, me, Art Deco is tr- is rectangles and jewels. I think, but the, is I, that wrong? No, I think that is like Gatsby in its own weird way. I don't like when something is like, like yeah, like like dusty stone. Like no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I don't like when something is like um, stucco. But stucco. Do you know what I mean? Like clay. Yeah, like clay. I like when something's old bricks. I like I like when it's something's a castle. I like when something's a castle, but that's not Art Deco. No, it's not even close. Yeah. It's gothic. <laughs> I'm just saying that's usually what I like, and I like when things are... I don't like the sun. Wait, so... And I like haunted things that are gray. So I have a new sexual fantasy. And Art Deco in my mind, like, at some point was like... Like, it's very rare that I could see... That I could romanticize any kind of, like, beach or pool or resort moment. Like, that to me, it's soulless and it's vapid. Which no. It is, yeah. A resort is so sexual. Sometimes a resort I, is disgusting. Well, it's one of my sexual fantasies that a I... A resort is a wristband. I've never done it when I... um have actually had sex, but when I'm watching porn sometimes and I'm throwing out their stories and writing my own, especially mm-hmm. if it's massage focused, I um and if the ages aren't working for what I usually do, which is like sports massage college student, then I do um then I do the scenario where it's a man on his honeymoon <laughs> with a woman. Oh hot. but he like the, she he doesn't even like massages. It's like that's not my thing. And she's like, You've never had a massage, you're getting a massage. And he's been noticing this guy who works at the hotel all week and he, he doesn't know what he's feeling oh, about him. Oh yeah. And he's like then he's like, what is it, even is your job here? He shows up to his hotel. Uh-huh. It's the guy he has a weird feeling about. And he's yeah. like, this is so weird. Whatever. I have a weird feeling you're going to rub me down. He gets absolutely naked. The guy starts massaging all over. And he's like, wait, what is going on? What am I feeling right now? Like, I love when he's like, his hands are near my butt. And then, um, and that's kind of what, so, so to me, a resort can be erotic because of that fantasy I have only when I'm watching porn. Yeah, to me, a resort, I just think of someone like spraying antiseptic on like a tile and wiping it. Yeah, but. Oh, really? Yeah, that's resort. Uh, for me, I've never really stayed in a resort, except for um, twice I stayed in Disney World resorts when I was a child. I say that, but then honestly, the only time I ever felt at peace in the past week of my vacation was when I was at the Four Seasons. To me, a resort is, okay. <laughs> Sorry, the, yeah. 
Skewer me. To me, a resort is opulence. Skewer me. I'm a fucking snob. Um, opulence, indulgence. Like, I'll never forget when we went to Disney World when I was in sixth grade and we stayed at um, one of their hotels and my brother was taking a shower, my older brother Terrence, and a lighting fixture fell and while oh. he was in the shower and almost hit him but didn't. No. And we called the front desk and they moved us into like a special VIP area of the hotel God. and there was literally um, buckets of trolley bright colors <gasps> everywhere you looked that you could just have for free Are as much serious? as you wanted. Yeah. That and Milky is, Way is... That's Home Alone too. Yeah, it was Lost Home Alone in New York. I, I was like, this is how the other half lives. Oh my God. Do you know what though? I either... And here's how I am as my personal. I either want to be at the Four Seasons being... Literally having someone lift my feet as I walk or I want to be like literally in a cab in the middle of the woods like wearing the same clothes for four days just like with a journal and like a bottle of whiskey totally i'm like should i be thorough? i don't want in between anything in between that absolute hell constant pain i'm like should i be thorough at some point should we be thorough oh my god we should do we should crowdfund to have people um give us money to go be thorough no, no one ever would think we would be thorough because we're like we too are, basic and we love our phones but we're but not like, like that we're, yeah. we are if thorough we, if we were thorough we would be thorough no like we actually no people we don't, only use our phones so much because we're not thorough <laughs> no we are thorough <laughs> I mean, yeah people think we aren't that I mean, People think I don't like camping or hiking. I'm like, you don't know me. You don't me. know me and my relationship to throw. Just because I like feathers on the hems of my garment doesn't mean I don't like to touch a rock. Totally. God. Uh, um, I would like to go glamping in the near future. I would glamp with, I'd glamp with you, but I want a hot guy. I'd glamp with you. I'd stop the world and glamp with, with you. you. Wait, <laughs> you I, see me I, glamping <laughs> and we are glamping all, all the time. time. Wait. There's nowhere else I'd rather glamp. I have two things I want to share with the listeners. I'd stop the world and glamp with you. I, I love things. that song. I have two things I want to share. I miss England. I have two things I want to share. The first thing is that um, I I was trying to say, because maybe because to quote the botanist, I shouldn't be on Mobutian. We were really tangential. Fuck, I know. Team fuck the botanist. We like, hashtag no, no I know, botanist. But, I know, but I think she was coming from a place to go, but I don't know. But um, Maybe she's not okay. Maybe she needs to focus on her petunias and let my psychiatrist go drag her. my petunias, metaphorically speaking. Now, what are like, my new catchphrases? Like, oh, my petunias. So that's my catchphrase. We were, I'm going to play. We were t- um, tangential and... But I was starting to say a thing that Rhode Island does in their suburban Dunkins, which is crazy, which is every time you order, <laughs> every time you order an iced coffee, you know what they do? You know what these sick freaks do? <laughs> sick You know puppies. what their kink is? <laughs> they put the iced coffee cup in a hot cup. Fucking in a disgusting. foam cup, and they give it to you. And I, when I first saw, oh it, wait, I, styrofoam, styrofoam. I love that because it reminds me of childhood. It's vintage. No, I yeah. know it's bad for the environment. So they put the plastic cup in a foam cup, so you're getting two cups. The head's fucked up. And then some of them just do it without asking, and then some of them don't do it, and you have to be like, "And a hot cup, please." And everyone in Rhode Island does it. So they want. And you're weird if you don't do it in Rhode Island. Wait, so, so the, walk me through this. They want so it's a like plastic normal iced coffee. You're cup getting an iced coffee, coffee cup, and then they take a large foam hot cup and styrofoam. they they put the plastic cup in the styrofoam cup, so you hold it. You're holding the styrofoam. So that so that the, it says stays colder longer. I don't know why they do it. So that your but hand doesn't get cold? I have to say, I did so it. So your hand doesn't get cold. I have to say, I did it, and you felt amazing. You felt like you were like on your way to watch your kids play soccer. Absolutely. Yeah, when you have a foam Dunkin' Cup, you're on your way to watch your kids play soccer. That's the rule. Stand in a circle with the other parents. You know what was such a huge part of my it's, life that I never think about? It's 62 degrees, perfect weather. You know what was a, a massive part of my upbringing? What? Um, walking into my pantry, and there's like upwards of 45 different shaped, gigantic water jugs. And then you have to like find the matching top and then you go and you like fill it with ice and you fill it with water and you get ready to go to practice. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That's for me. Nanyang. I was, we weren't really a water bottle family. Oh my God. The coolers. And my dad would write Cohen in, in the biggest letters you've oh, ever those seen. Coolers. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. we get it. Like he yeah. was always so scared of, we also, he was scared of our uh, luggage getting stolen at the airport. So we all had a matching LL Bean 
bright orange Hawaiian print suitcases. Oh my God. And we had like four of the biggest duffel size they make. And we had these bright orange ones. And so he's like, you never lose them. You never lose them. And we didn't lose them. Wait, so my other sexual fantasy that I've been playing into. Oh, because I, because we were saying like. It's You're like, done with the farm. I'm done with the farm. The farm, the Italian working farm has gotten old for me and kind of lost steam. But um, <laughs> I, um, but I, um, so I've been doing this thing where like, and it only applies to head because for a while I couldn't, my dick got too desensitized. I think so I was fu- honestly like, Getting too fucked. Getting too fucked. And also I was on Prozac and I was like, I wasn't even really feeling things on my dick as much as I used to. And then lately I have been feeling things again. I've been, and not you heard her first, I'm enjoying head again, finally. And, um, and so, but when now when I'm getting head to really enjoy it the most, I have to imagine that I'm a senator's son, mm-hmm. a, a very right, rightist senator's son. And we're in a political family and I'm going to this big university kind of like an ivy league and yeah. um there's all these fraternities there and i'm i'm pledging a fraternity that's Ow. um that's literally like um kind of like all of the tomorrow's future leaders and like they're all the leaders of the country's like sons and stuff and everyone's really privileged and gross and republican and i really have to get into this fraternity because my family is like will be mad at me if i don't because all my older brothers have gone to this fraternity and so did my dad and my grandpa and um and so I'm pledging and then like the senior, like the head douchebag who's in charge of the whole fraternity, like he's rushing me and it's like some weird hazing thing where like we're in this situation, whatever. And then he just starts sucking my dick and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I fucking love this. And weirdly I've been attracted to this douchebag the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, if, if America could see me, my family would be so disgraced because, um, because we're in the political spoliate. And we're against gay. My family's, mm-hmm. po- my, my family's politics is against gay. Yeah. And that's the only thing they... That's the only thing they care about. That's their whole political stance is that they're against gay. So I've been doing that and it's been really erotic and fun. You know, something happened to me where the other day I was, when I was trying to write, I got, um, I would say hornier than I've ever been in my entire life. Because if you're in your apartment, like trying to get something done, it's like all the blood goes straight to the clit. And so I jerked off like three or four times in the day, which never happens. And I was, I was like, okay, just like keep a business. Like don't get emotional about this because I'm kind of in an emotional You'll space. get emotional about masturbating? Well, I've been kind of like in an emotional space. Like, I don't know what my heart wants right now. And so I was like, don't. And I, I always like think about people. Sorry, I'm in so much pain with my hip. I um, I find like, y'all, if I'm sleeping with someone or I'll like think about them when I'm masturbating. Wow. So I was like, just watch porn. Just be a dude about it. Yeah, watch be a porn. dude for once. So I'm watching porn. And then right, I'm watching this porn that has nothing to do with anything in my life. And then as soon as I'm about to come, I picture a lover. Yeah. And I was like, and then as soon as I come, start crying. Oh my God. But not even, it was like, it wasn't even the sad cry. It was like, just like, I, I needed to release something. Do you know what I mean? You Cause were, then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not even sad. I just need to release. You weren't sad. I was over. You're happy. It happened. Yeah. And then I just like journaled about the release. And then I like, was like, I guess I'll write tomorrow. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. That I keep talking about my hip, but it's just like really annoying me. I don't know. I need to go to a doctor. I don't know what kind. I don't know who to trust. Sports doctor maybe as insane as it sounds. Um, it's just annoying. I always have shit like this, but I think as someone who like isn't an athlete and doesn't even work out that much, I've had more injuries than you I do ever. run a lot. Yeah, but not recently. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's like I'm I'm 28 years old. I have tendonitis. I've had tendonitis in my feet. I've had some tendonitis in my knees. Now I have a hip thing. I have um literal carpal tunnel from using my phone too much. Doesn't mean I'm not Thoreau. No, does not does mean. Does not mean I'm not Thoreau, which is female Thoreau. <laughs> Thoreau trust. Thoreau trust. Um, <laughs> Title of Orp. I'm like so mad at our guest because he's like just sitting there reading his notebook. He's not even like, 
You can tell he doesn't think we're like that funny. I can't see our guest face, and so that's why Max. I can't tell if he's laughing at us. Not laughing once since he got here. Now he's laughing at somewhere like we're. He looking feels at he has to. Him. I now know. He's like blushing. No, he's not even blushing. Doesn't care that we're mentioning him. I don't care. I don't care. When he comes in, we'll drag him. We'll drag him. Whip him with our belts. Drag his. Oh my god! Whipping with a belt happened in it, and also it part chapter two dealt with gay and it dealt with homophobia. What's the where do they stand? Do they align with your family? They aligned with no, no. They aligned with the real Pat Regan. Oh wow! They're like. People beat the shit out of people for being gay. And also, um, some people secretly are gay. <laughs> that was kind of the message of it, too. I think everyone's gay. Yeah. Yeah. But whenever anyone's like, everyone, everything's a spectrum. Everyone's a little gay or a little straight. I'm like, I don't think I'm straight at all. You're romantic about me. Yeah, but I, no, not in a sexual way. Thank God. I could never get a boner for a woman again. Please never get a boner. I promise me you'll never get a boner for me. I won't. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I will never get wet for you. Why? That's not fair because you're straight. <laughs> That's rude. No, it isn't rude. <laughs> yes, it is. Because you should get wet for me. <laughs> Biologically. Because <laughs> you're mostly straight. I have been thinking that you look really hot lately. Yeah, but you're dry as a cucumber. I'm dry. Cucumbers are famously kind of wet. You're dry as a doornail. Doornails, on the other hand, what dry the fuck bone. is a doornail? Wait, what is the phrase? We needed that. Is, is it? I needed that. Like I needed a hole in my head. Yeah, is I love that saying phrase? that. My favorite. You see, I wrote that in my notebook earlier when we were. No. When we were on the phone. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that you wrote that. I was trying to show you. I hate when someone that keeps explaining something to you, explaining something to you, explaining something to you, and especially when it's over the phone, and you just have to be like, uh huh, uh huh, and then they're like, what? And you're like, nothing. And then they're like, do you have any questions? And I'm like, no. I hate when you're in a job interview and they you like literally have three questions that you're praying to God they don't answer oh. during the interview because you have a question. I hate I hate that. I hate when you talk to someone before an interview, like make sure you have intelligent questions to ask at the end. And it's like, can't we all just be honest? And if I want to know something, I'll ask it. And if I actually feel like I know all I need to know, I won't ask it. And it's not an indictment of my character or my ability to do a job. I never ask questions. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm not an idiot. I don't have questions. I like, get what you're saying. It's like, yeah, it doesn't mean you can't be a marketing executive. I could be a marketing executive in three seconds. Oh, easily. It's it's almost hard not to be a marketing executive. Well, yeah, you know what? We actually are marketing executives for ourselves. Yeah, we just don't get paid. Yeah. Wait. You know what Duncan reminds me of that I meant to say, tell you earlier? My past life, which was that for at least two or three years, I, every Saturday and Sunday morning, wake up at like seven or eight, hop in a zip car, drive upstate to SAT tutor the children of upstate New York, and I would always stop at like a Duncan and like have a really sad like moment. Well, I love Duncan, but it's not the same in the city. My boyfriend used to work at Duncan. The thing about that was that even though it was absolute pain, the second I got in the car and was in turn my music on and was driving, I was like, this is heaven. Like driving in a car totally. with the open row with your music that you need is so good. You know what hell is? Hell is not a morning with the wrong playlist. <laughs> I've, never, it. I've never really part, uh, participated in playlist culture. Oh, God. You know what? That was like so sad power hour. What's that? Power hour where you shout a beer every minute of an hour. Oh, yeah, no, that, people always like would try and do those, but no one would ever actually do them. Well, it's fun in college, but like there are a people. A shot that, of beer every minute. Of an hour. So how many beers is that? I don't know. A shot of beer it, every minute. It was minute. fun in college, but there's people that will do that even today. That's even not today true. when I'm 30. When I, when I become 30, everyone has to stop doing power hours. That can't be true. No, I know of a power hour party that happened. When? In the last year, in the last calendar year. Are you coming to the party that I'm going to tonight? Um, After I bring my laptop to this fucking gig, I am not sure if I am because I'm having I'm going out to dinner. Can you talk about what's happening with you this weekend? Oh, it's my boyfriend's birthday. There this we weekend. go. There we and go. And it's your first birthday together. Yeah, it was so it's so sad. I'm like I've never really come. Like, um, and he hasn't had a birthday with you either. It's so fun. Are you excited to get him something? It's funny. Um, 
Yes, yes. But I get scared. You know, I've never really shopped for a significant other since Say It With Me, my college girlfriend. And I remember um, being, you know, in college when you're literally so fucking broke. I worked in this, like, equipment room cage where, like, <laughs> you literally were in a cage washing towels. And um, and I just, like, was, I thought I was going to get a check and I didn't get it. It was Valentine's Day. And I was like, I, it, it was the worst feeling because I, I knew I wasn't even in love with this girl, but I was pretending I was. And then it felt like, there were these expectations to me because it was Valentine's Day, but it all felt hollow and I couldn't even fulfill the expectations. I didn't have enough money and like it just felt so gross. And um, I remember I made her chicken parmesan and it felt so fake. I felt like such Aww. a fraud. You made your girlfriend chicken parmesan? Yeah, I had no choice to, but to. That sounds really good. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. Anyways, so I just hate <laughs> gestures like that, like organized emotional gestures. I hate graduations. Anything where it's like put upon, where it's like, can I be honest with you? emotion. I, I, I made the mistake of looking at a message I got on my phone when you started that story. Uh, but I agree with what you're saying, but I want to make sure that I do. Oh, anyways. But this isn't that. That's how I felt. That's my so only experience. So you feel experience. like you're performing, like, performing big things within... I think because my only relationship experience is as being a closeted homosexual with a woman, like, um, I, um, I get scared of expectations emotionally, mm. but... Um, so for some reason, that's connected to, like, events. But anyway, so I did this thing where I made a reservation at someone at an Italian restaurant in the West Village that people told me was nice. But it just feels – it feels like I'm doing this thing where I'm, like, making a reservation at a nice restaurant. But I do really want to eat there. And I know he likes Italian food because that's his culture. No, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. I once got in a fight with my college boyfriend who was so handsome who doesn't um, want me to contact him anymore. But he, <laughs> um, he was going to do this nice thing for me where he was going to make me dinner. And I was walking over to his house, but on the way, like I was so, so, so hungry that I bought myself an avocado roll at the student center. What's and an then, avocado roll? Oh, it's sushi. sushi. And then when I got, and then I, so I ate it as I was walking, and I had it in this bag. And I walked in, he was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "I got hungry." And he's like, "I just made you this whole meal." And I was like, "I'm still hungry." And he was like, really upset. He throws in the trash. He throws the meal in the trash. He throws the meal in the trash. Aww. Anyways. It's Anyways. basically time to bring in our guest if you think about it. Let's bring in our guest. Let's think about it. Let's do it. You guys. Should, you... I, should I pee? Is that okay? Can I pee? Yeah, we're going to do okay, a little. Okay, we're going to take a two seconds and bring him right in. Okay, you guys. Put your ears open, open for Henry Kapersky. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.